Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network? The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. <laughs> what do you mean, we? We, Fräulein Hawk, we will destroy all ships on Earth. Oh, but I think you do understand, Henry, and you are going to tell me everything you know. I will tell you what I know, but I want to share this first, not from you, but from your superiors. So your text said that you had an important development. And a monument mystery. I just couldn't get it out of my head. Did uh, you notice anything odd about this picture, Kate? Yeah. It appears to have been taken at night. Our investigation leads us to believe that this whole prank was orchestrated by you to save your business and looks like it worked. No, that's crazy. I called Jeremy and asked him to please come in early. He said it was the German's idea. He said what? It was the German's idea. It was all part of his plan. And now, episode 11, The Plot Thickens. What plans? What German? Kate. You don't think she's talking about our German, do you? What? What do you mean, your German? Henry. His name's Henry. I don't know what his name is. Just that he's German. Jeremy said it was all his idea. Whose idea? The Germans. I don't understand. This was all supposed to be just a publicity stunt. Jeremy said he couldn't watch the store go down. It's been here so long. It's part of everyone's life. When I called him that morning, he said he would come right in and explain everything. It was just supposed to be a stunt, and it wasn't my idea. But you made the posters, you did the publicity, you went along with it. I was really mad at first, but Jeremy said he did it because he didn't want to see me fail. When we went up on the roof, I saw how detailed it was, and I knew he must have been planning this a long time. Then, when you came to investigate, and Detective Hawk said that we'd become the Roswell of the East, I realized Jeremy was right. This was just what we needed to save the business. What harm was there in that? What harm? How about thousands of dollars in man hours, lab work, and a helicopter? Miss Florina, the amount of money you cost the city will offset any gains you made in the business you generated. I didn't know. It was already done. I'm not at fault. I didn't do anything wrong. Miss Florina, where's Jeremy now? He's working the register. Please don't arrest us. We need this business, especially if we have to pay the city back. Please. Listen, I'll take you to the register and get Jeremy. Don't tell him anything. Let us do our job. You just take over the register. But what about the tour? I'll need him to run the tour on the roof. I have ufologists coming to take radiation readings and investigate. It's a perfect scenario. A strange object lands on the roof with glowing lights and advanced technology. Then authorities rush in and take it to a secret location to investigate. I might even get on that TV show about alien encounters. Your tours may have to wait, or you'll have to hire extra help. The city will be occupying much of Jeremy's time at this point. Let's go, Miss Florina. Golden Goose, I told you it was more like an albatross. 
I knew something was terribly wrong. There's no way that Jeremy planned this with Pond Longer. There was no letting someone in with a key, or hauling a stip up on the freight elevator. Von Longer landed on the roof by chance. Or was it by chance? Why would Jeremy say that it was the Germans' idea when Von Longer landed and left immediately to find a shelter, then robbed the electronics store? Nothing was adding up. Nothing but one thing. Jeremy wasn't just a clerk. Jeremy, I don't think you had a chance to meet my partner, Detective Hawk. Detective, listen, I told the police everything I know about what happened. I don't think there's anything else to tell. How did you get the photos of the monument? All lit up at night. Well, Miss Ellen took those pictures. Jeremy, she told us that she called you when she came in. It was still dark. You came in early and took her upstairs to see the monument. Isn't that right? She was in a panic. I told her to calm down that I couldn't explain everything to her, but she just wouldn't have it. She insisted I come in right away and take her up on the roof. So, you admit that you had a pot and put in the monument up on the roof. Why would you do something like that without telling your boss first? And who is the German? I did it because I knew she wouldn't go for it. Miss Ellen is a hard worker. It took a lot of convincing to get her to go along with it. And the German? What German? Miss Lorena said that you told her that it was the German's idea. That's just a misunderstanding. I'm part Irish and part German. Whenever I do something crazy, I say it's the German side of me. That makes no sense. Miss Lorena was adamant you said it was the German's idea. She's mistaken. Listen, it was all very surreal for her. She just misunderstood what I said. I never talked to any German. I admit I was the one who cooked up this crazy scheme, but it was just a publicity stunt. What's the big deal? The big deal is that we got involved. The Baltimore City Police Department committed a lot of time and a lot of resources to investigating this incident. Not to mention the cost involved in sling-loading it out by helicopter. So the big deal is that you're guilty of paragraph 9-501 falsifying a police report. That, sir, is punishable by up to six months' imprisonment and a fine up to $500. Whoa, hold on a second. I never reported anything to anyone. Ellen is the one who made the call, and she didn't lie. She called you guys before she called me, and as far as she knew, she was telling the truth. You both are guilty of the same crime. When questioned, both of you claim you had no idea how it got up there. If you said, look... It was a prank, you guys were called in by mistake, then it would be a different story. He's right. Both of you can be charged with falsifying statements, but I think we'll need to talk to the DA's office before we arrest anybody. All right, we can take him in now for questioning. By that time, we should be able to formally charge him. Or they could stay here, take care of this crowd, and earn enough to pay their possible fine. I don't think we have to worry about them leaving town. All right, fine. But I'm not done with you or your boss. I'm going to talk to Miss Florina and let her know what charges she's facing. I'll meet you at the car. All right. Who are you? What do you mean? I know you're lying. I know you couldn't have possibly planned this. But I did. I wanted to drum up business for Ellen. Don't lie to me. I know you're either working for Pierman or Vaughn Longer. So who is it? I'm afraid you're mistaken. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know any of these people. I know the stip crash landed on this roof. The only way it could have gotten here is somebody directed it. Since you've worked for Ellen as long as you have, I'm guessing you did it. Either for the Federation or for Ron Longer. Stip? Well, what's the stip? I think you're losing it, lady. A couple of days ago, I would have agreed with you. But I've seen some things that have changed my mind recently. So who do you work for? Rage? 
or the Federation. Rage? Federation? Stip? You're not making any sense. Ugh. Go ahead. Play your little game. I'll find out. You better hope for your sake that it's for the Federation. Can I go, Detective? Ellen needs my help. This isn't over. I'll get to the bottom of this, and I'm sure you'll be right there. Special Investigation Section, Officer Nelson. This is Detective Hawk. I need a background check done. Oh, you're not calling to schedule a rematch? Save it, rookie. I need a full background check on Jeremy Parks. Officer Matt can give you the basics from his report. Yeah, I know which guy you're talking about. He's the clerk in East Roswell. Where did you hear that? Hey, word gets around. Like, how you took advantage of me in the gym. Just run the profile. I want to know anything and everything about this guy. He just doesn't add up. Sure is a lot of concern for a prankster. I'll get right on it. Barnes and I made our way back to the precinct. I couldn't stop thinking about Jeremy Parks. Who was this guy? Was he one of Pierman's men? If he was, that meant he somehow guided the stip here, or Control did, and Pierman never said anything about directing it to the store. I'm thinking that he's got to be involved with Von Longer and this rage organization. And if that's the case, why didn't Pierman tell me about him when we first started this investigation? The more I thought about it, the less sense it made. Who made the stip land there? Did Von Longer have some sort of control over it? Or did Parks? And did I just open a can of worms by digging into Parks' past? I knew the first thing I had to do when I got back to the office was to call Pierman. Pierman? This is Kate. I may have found something important. What is it? Actually, it's more of a who than what. Someone involved with this case is obviously not who he says he is. Who? A man by the name of Jeremy Parks. He's the store clerk where the stip landed. He's claiming that he set the whole thing up as a publicity stunt. But that's not possible. The stip's landing was pure coincidence. Not only that, the store owner claims he told her that the whole thing was the German's idea. Von Longer? Parks claims she misunderstood what he said, but I don't believe him. There's no way he could have known about the stip in advance or planned its appearance, which means he's either working for you or rage. I don't recall any Parks working for us. And certainly if I did, I would have told you if one of our people were involved especially if they work there. Let me do some checking. In the meantime, can you send me any additional information on him? I'll fax over whatever we get. Hey, what about Von Longer? When do I get a shot at him? We are still interrogating him. He's only providing enough information to keep us from sending him back. I think he's trying to stall us. You think there's something else going on? Like maybe he's waiting for something to happen? I don't know. We have our people on high alert at all of our stiff control pads. Just give us another couple days with him. Fine. But if he doesn't start fully cooperating soon, I'll be paying you a little visit. Don't worry, Kate. We will break him. I'll get an answer on Parks for you as soon as I receive your facts. You'll have it by the end of the day. I'll call you after it's sent. Detective Hawk. Oh, Captain McCall. What can I do for you? I just wanted to let you know that our area commander called and passed along the thanks from the Area 2 commander. He's grateful that you and Detective Barnes were able to close the Federal Hill arson so quickly. Thank you, Captain. But Detective Barnes did the majority of the work, and he made the collar. Well, you two are a team. Let Barnes know his work didn't go unnoticed. I will, Captain McCall. How is that crazy stunt case in Little Italy going? I know it really doesn't come under your section specialty, but the state's attorney wanted to make sure that it wasn't an economic crime. It does appear to be a hoax to generate business. And it involves providing false statement charges. We're currently running a background check on the store clerk. 
He claims to be the mastermind behind the whole stunt, but parts of his story just don't pan out. All right, keep me up to speed on this one. The press is starting rumble about UFOs and little gray spacemen. Well, Captain, that appears to be part of their plan. And based on what Detective Barnes and I saw earlier, it's working quite well. This whole thing could end up being a media circus. And that's the last thing we need. Keep on top of it, Detective. Will do. Hawk. Detective, we might have a problem with this background check. What's the problem? Using that social that Parks gave Officer Mack, it comes up Jerome Parks. So? Maybe he didn't like Jerome and changed it to Jeremy. Detective, Jerome Parks, he went missing in action during the bombing of Bremen in 1943. Who is this Jeremy Parks, and why is his identity coming up as someone who died over 70 years ago? Find out in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, The Gunner. Sweet Sue has been tied to the railroad tracks. Will our hero save her? Well, of course, the hero always prevails on Thriller Thursdays. I'm John Bell, the hero that rarely prevails in Bells in the Batfree, the comedy show you can hear every Friday Follies and a bunch of Sunday showcases. Oops, looks like the hero may have been a tad late there.